My most important memory? Well, it starts out rather nasty. A conflict in Theomor, I think? It was Malevich, Mako. I remember Theomor, and I remember Malevich. It's not just your most cherished memory, honey. <laughs> See? Treddy agrees with me. Well, regardless of whether or not it was in Malevich, which it was... My Treddy Bear and I had just gotten back from a very important mission, which you had abandoned. Which I had abandoned. It would have hurt far too many people. And you're right, Treddy, machines as well. It was thoughtful of you, sweet. And uh, I was ready to receive a very thorough verbal thrashing from the head of the rebel faction. But when I met this Miss Mauve, when I saw this Mr. Mako, and I realized just how generous and reckless, yet courageous, but kind, my future partner was. I, uh, I just knew that things could never go back to what they once were. What they once were. What, 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 My most important memory? Well, it starts out rather nasty. A conflict in Theomor, I think? It was Malevich, Mako. I remember Theomor, and I remember Malevich. The shadow over their hands hides the spiders for a moment. At first, they just look like an old couple that decided to take an impromptu nap alongside their wheelbarrow companion. But as the spiders scuttle away, it's hard to find any tenderness in the startling stillness of Mauve and Mako. Nothing except for the wind reveal the scene to be anything more lively than a stilted family photograph. But eventually, the shadow passes, and the Apocrita leaves its three most recent victims. Meanwhile, not too far away, shock. You open your eyes after a night of pretty fitful sleep, and it feels like there's a pair of eyes staring at you. You look at the bunk below you, Everett's not there, and probably all for the better, honestly. You look at your bag. Lots of mess, but still no Ness. By all intents and purposes, you should be alone, as there's no one else except... Your eyes drift to the doorway, and that's when you see him. The young man with auburn hair and a warm, expectant smile. And Lowell simply says... Hey, buddy! Alright, so we are at breakfast, our final breakfast of this arc. 
You got food, you got your scrambled Uggs, you've got Oggs over easy. Shock's got a brain boy back, so that's pretty cool. That's nifty. Um, I only really got one question, then I'm just gonna kinda let y'all go at it. So, uh, before we start, just before I forget, Hop, what's your flex skill for the day? Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's go with, um, marksmanship. That's a real skill, right? I mean... I have a gun. I, it's probably cheating. I feel like they probably forbid skill that helps you in combat, but... They probably, but Hallie needs it, so we'll let it pass. I don't even care that I was just insulted, because he's right. <laughs> Alright, so Hop's flex skill is in marksmanship. Yeah. And normally I would ask Hop how he got that skill, but I have a feeling we might have some more pressing things to deal with this morning. So, Hop's skill is marksmanship. It is breakfast. Go. Okay. I want to say that that for this breakfast, Misha showed up before everybody and just grabbed a bunch of food for people and just like left it in like each of the people's places, kind Ooh. of like, and like they're not going to mention anything. And like when people arrive, they're just gonna be playing or looking at their balls of ants, like looking at the balls of ants and not really mention it, but it's just a way to say thank you without actually bringing up anything because they don't want to bring up anything but they are really thankful so they just brought a lot of food but they don't know what people like so it's just a bunch <laughs> of stuff that probably doesn't even match like syrup next to eggs and stuff like okay you probably like this i like to imagine that misha saw the salad sorry the salat bar salat and just grabbed each thing either each thing as a group and lumped it all together or just grabbed each thing as if it was its own individual component so you've just got like a piece of romaine, <laughs> a piece of spinach, just a dollop of ranch. A single radish. Yes. Amazing. Shock. Uh, came to this morning. Perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. Just <laughs> utterly stone-faced. You know, just, just not a care in the world. Nothing going on. But he is genuinely distracted by this and will actually not eat very much food at breakfast just because he's just looking over fondly at Misha looking at the ants and is just really feels really happy. Oh, so this is this is what the prodigious is like. I'm going to say it's a lot nicer than I expected it to. Key, I got my problems with it, but make some nice stuff. Where even are we? If someone was watching closely, they might see Shuck's warm look break character for a moment and just like a single like wide eyed eye twitch <laughs> and then just like pointed ignoring. All right. Lowell's doesn't seem too phased by that. He is very, he's very much paying attention of the things around him and is just kind of like taking in the settings like a wide eyed child. So that's, that's this gang. Ellie and Hop, I'm very curious how each of you slept. Who wants to go first? You! Okay! <laughs> um, Ellie didn't sleep. Ellie... Did you stay in Ray's room? Because he couldn't stay in your room. I mean, did Ray let me stay in her room? Um... Because it's also okay if she kicked me out, I would understand. I think she would have let you stay, yes. Okay, well, Ellie, I don't know. Might have tried to cuddle. Mm-hmm. 
mm, I don't think that would mm, 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 I yeah. don't think there would have been cuddling. I don't want to just negate all of you, but I feel like Ray would have been very taken aback by the candles. Not in like a bad way, just in a taken aback way. And she probably would have just like gone to sleep without in, in more like a you're going through some shit. Yeah, and I really don't want to bother you right now kind of way. Yeah, Ellie didn't really address all of it much, um, but she spent the night with her hat off her head, like picking at little things. And she did actually go on a very important mission last night. After dusting off her hat, she took some of the riper elements, such as the bird's wing, the remnants of the rat, all of that, and um, set it in front of Vera's door <laughs> for her to wake up to the next morning. It's like when I gift Shane garbage in Stardew Valley. <laughs> like, here, this is for you. Um, <laughs> like a cat. I killed these for you. <laughs> I want to show you I can kill. Because you suck at it. I mean, Ellie does want to show that she, I can fend for you. As, as the superior killer in this household. <laughs> Look, this could have been you. Yeah, so she she dumped a bunch <laughs> of stuff. But she also carefully rearranged most of the junk back on the dusted hat. She will hurry into breakfast, very distracted, maybe trip over her foot a little bit. There are little wisps of hair flying around, and she's just very, very flustered. Um, is Hop there yet? We need I'll verbal you... confirmation. Oh, I'm this sorry. A, That's this right. is a podcast. I forgot. I <laughs> nodded. <laughs> Hop's there. Hopper, in fact, slept for the first time last night in several days. Jesus Christ. He looks a little bit better than he has the last few days. Like he still looks like he still looks tired, but not as tired. So relatively, he looks better. <laughs> so Hop is looking dubiously at the plate of mismatched food that presumably Misha has given everyone. And he's trying to like separate the food as much as he can into edible portions so that like romaine leaves are not covered in syrup and that kind of thing. But he's gonna eat it because he knows this was a very kind gesture possibly one of other feelings so he's gonna look at misha he's gonna notice shock staring at misha and looking generally uncomfortable and then ellie running in with her hair wispy and he's gonna say so how's everyone doing this morning <laughs> <laughs> Ellie reaches the table and slams both of her hands onto it, honing in on Hopper. How do I woo a woman? What? <laughs> what, what, what? Why are you asking me? I, I, you have fancy clothes. How do I? Well, I mean, I. she doesn't. She's not, you know, the, the attractiveness level doesn't matter. But I was thinking that maybe I would kind of want to look kind of um nice and i want to maybe um 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 be special friends with a particular special person and um you have nice clothes are you gonna ask someone to prom no <laughs> this is this is i wasn't prepared for this so hop we'll give ellie not like unknowing you have a crush smile. Just a very surprised you have a crush smile. <laughs> and then he'll say, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know where to get nice clothes on this shit, but I'll help you find some if you want. I just need you to tell me what to wear. 
Uh, so Hop will take out his wing pal. And I assume he's looking for like where it says dress code on the invites. I assume it says formal. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's going to be a lot of expectations for the dress code. You know, the important things like no spaghetti straps on ladies. Wow. That kind of stuff. Wow. Absolutely no midriff. Wow. No yoga I'm, pants. Wow. <laughs> no cummerbunds. <laughs> cummerbunds. <laughs> How dare. But yeah, there's that. But there's also a really surprisingly customizable place where you can like select your outfit. Okay. And it like goes over this default mannequin. It kind of looks like a character creator when you choose like what skin, what clothing your character is going to create. Yeah. Or like those, um, those surprisingly in-depth like doll websites. I know the kind. You know that sometimes people use to make character artwork. It looks a lot like that. Oh, so it looks like you can choose your clothes. The dress code is formal, but there are a lot of options on here. I just need you to make me look nice because she's really pretty and, um, um, um. I need you to fix it. Well, I I don't think there's anything to fix, but if you want to look nice, I mean, I you have to choose the clothes for yourself, you know? No, I I don't have to choose them. You can you can just pick. No, dad. No, dad. I don't want to pick clothes. I don't want to make choices, dad. <laughs> no. Hopper is just envisioning him picking something and then Ellie being like, "What the fuck is this?" like later on. Like he's so afraid of this request. Um you want me to choose your clothes for prom because my clothes have wooed before. <laughs> yes. Okay. Everybody roll speed defense. Speed defense! <laughs> okay. I wasn't prepared for this. Come here. I got a three. A 15. Oh, what? Um, sure. It's a one. So. <laughs> So. Holy shit, I got a 19. What in the actual? What is the world? I know. I'm so sorry for what's about to happen, Ari. Oh no. So suddenly the table beneath you jolts. Ellie, it affects you just a little bit. You kind of just whack your head with your hand a little bit. Meanwhile, Misha, you don't have to worry about that. As the table bumps, you see one of your balls of ants ah. start rolling down and it starts unraveling a string oh of no. ants a lot like, you know how when you get like a ball of yarn and it gets caught oh and it starts no. rolling down no. and you have a oh string. No. So you'll be able to get them all back fine, but you will have to scramble to pick them up again. Misha, yeah. Misha, will do it. <laughs> and as Misha runs off to like pick up the balls and as Misha rushes off to pick up the ants. <laughs> <laughs> You hear a, oh, and Megan just rises up and kind of plops in Misha's seat as you see like this kind of invisible layer of on top of her, this static a little bit and then come down. It looks like she was hiding invisible underneath your desk and she rubs her head a little bit. Megan, what are you doing? She looks at you and realizes that you're Ellie. And her eyes widen, and she just goes, oh, oh, and she goes invisible again. (laughs) I'm gonna go ask Zoe. No, 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 no. And she goes uninvisible again, and she just, like, clasps the sides of your face. (laughs) No, 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 you can't tell Zoe. She can't know that you saw me. Why? Because otherwise, you'll get really mad. Why will I get mad? Oh, oh, oh. Megan. Well, oh, I kind of maybe lost 
Tattertop's key. And you can see Zoe is standing there. Her hair is like a single line that just extends down her back. And it's just kind of tucked between her legs like a guilty dog. Zoe, Megan, sit down. They sit down. Ellie puts her hands together in that steeple motion that you're going to get her talking to. Tell me what happened. Well, uh, um, well, I, I don't really know what happened. It was just there and then it wasn't there anymore. Did somebody take it from you? Zoe's eyes just widen in fear. I didn't think of that. Where did it go missing? Um, well, we were, it was really my fault. We were just kind of walking around and we were talking about things. And she just kind of looks around with a clear, I have a secret kind of look. My, what <laughs> suspicious laughter. <laughs> and and I think it got lost somewhere around the music room, but I, I'm not really sure. Why are you here? Why were you under our table? Yeah, actually, that's a better question. <laughs> well, and that's when Lowell says... Wait, is, is she talking about that thing in her pocket? In shock, you can see in uh, Megan is wearing her band outfit, and you can see in one of her many, many pockets, the little keychain of the end of the key has just been tucked in there. <sighs> shock is actually really uncomfortable with this knowledge, but isn't that the key right there? And Megan looks at you confused, looks down, and then just gets a big smile. Oh, that's where it was. <laughs> and so he's like, wait, you, you found it? You found it? Yeah, I guess it was here all along. <laughs> and they do their uh, secret handshake high five. It's adorable, but Shuck is watching Megan with more suspicion than usual. Player and character can finally become one. <laughs> but Shock narrows his eyes and does not look at Lowell, who has finally had, like, the first sign of recognition from Shock since he appeared last night. <laughs> Ellie looks with her best stern, piercing gaze at Zoe and Megan at Zoe and at Megan you have to keep a better handle on that thing always know where it is okay okay I, I'm just glad that Megan had it all along can you imagine what would have happened if someone had stolen something from it <laughs> Hopper had breathed a small sigh of relief just to himself when the key was found in Megan's pocket because his Jameson Hopper book is currently in the locked cloud and then when they were like, could have been stolen, he did the cartoon thing again where his eyes were like fine and they got really small because <laughs> the Atlas is in there with all the Jagged Dream stuff. He doesn't know how useful that is to anybody. Oh, like fuck. Th that could be useful to somebody if it was missing and then stolen. And that's when it happens. Suddenly you hear this weird crackling over the radio and, and almost sounds of like a scuffle and just the like yelling of a walrus and the prodigious <laughs> lurches to a stop. I want to start bolting too. We know where it is, right? Yeah, the captain's gondola. Yeah, I'm going to go there. I want Shock to stumble from the lurch and like fall into Misha a little bit. Oh my god! Like not like like knocked over, <laughs> but like stumbling into into Misha and be like, "Huh, sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. 
<laughs> just the way you said sorry was so good. I know. It was the most like smooth thing. It was such a sultry like, sorry. Yes. I meant it. <laughs> sorry on purpose. I was so smooth. Oh, uh, honestly, Misha had not reacted to the to the ship stopping until shock just fell a little bit into them, and then they they're just going to be like, "Oh," <laughs> and that's all they're going to say. <laughs> all right, so you you all head to the captain's gondola, which is odd. This space, which is normally very clear, is filled with a white gas. Which you recognize as the Zev's tear gas. No. Oh. No. So you all get, you, you can either clear it up or you can soldier through and roll some might defense for uh, me. Um. Hold on. What do I have? Ciphers left. Um. Meanwhile, Hopyusha's machine control implant. <laughs> I genuinely thought, is there a way I could use machine control <laughs> implant? Wait, wait, wait! Holy shit! I have the fucking annex sphere. It can store gases. I can start hoovering up tear gas. I love that. So. As you hoover it up, you get a better idea of the scene. And the scene is that Jebediah Ishmael is fucking livid. I thought you were about to say he's fucking dead. I truly thought we were going to find a body. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. The congenial captain's nostrils are flared, his eyes watering, and his tusks smeared with bits and pieces of his gondola, which you can see, now that the tear gas is gone, has been ripped to shreds. Jebediah is currently being restrained by two Zev, although his flailing is making that difficult for both of them. Uncharacteristic would be an understatement. So the gondola, though, is like the whole car that you sit in, the whole compartment. Like that whole compartment's gone? No. By ripped to shreds, I mean like everything's torn. Oh, the furniture inside it. Uh, yeah, everything yeah. inside is okay. torn asunder. Things are ripped apart. Okay. Uh, Jebediah is just making... Bah! I don't know what angry walruses sound like. He's he's trashed <laughs> the place. The fuzz trashed the place. Vergule is just like... I mean, he's a little orb, so he can't really hide, but he's just kind of like, you know, like the ceiling panels. He's just like pushed <laughs> one up and tried his hardest to just like tuck himself up there. And he's just kind of glaring and pointing his hand down. And then another thing to note is that Jebediah's blinking ear tag, which he, the means, the Zev, really any non-human, non-visident animal has been wearing in key is actually not blinking. It seems to be turned off. Uh, isn't that that tag like what, for for lack of better phrasing, makes them act human instead of as just sort of animals doing their thing? Yes, but without it, he's just like a walrus in a in a captain's hat in a boat. Aww. He's just a walrus now in the sky of his poor walrus. <laughs> oh no! I didn't think about how just how horrifying this would be for just a walrus. <laughs> oh god! Uh, I don't know. What kind of relationship Hopper now has with the Zev after the events of last night, where he just yelled at them until they gave him the package that he could mail it to Kevin? Excuse me. When Sarah, Sarah yelled, yelled at, at them. Yes, yelled at them. So I don't know if, like, this benefits Hopper at all, but I want to ask them what happened. Give me a roll. It's a 12. So it's solidly mediocre. Okay, yeah, they think you're all right. All right. They'll just do the standard thing that officers say when there's absolutely something to see here. 
All right. Well, in that case, I ask Virgule. Virgule, did you see what happened? Yeah, I saw it. I saw all of it. That guy's, he's unreliable. He's dangerous. You got to get out of here. Ca- Captain Jebediah Ishmael? Yeah, Captain. And he he does the air quotes thing with his hand, but starts slipping out. So he grabs the <laughs> the ceiling and mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, a good for nothing, Captain. Ellie will have laughed at him when he slipped. Yeah. A little bit. Can I have noticed the ear tag? Yes. Yeah. Hey, what happened to his ear tag? Shocker, Misha, you do the machine thing. Can you just turn it on? I mean, we can try. I'm not really sure how they work, but if we if we get long enough time to look at them and Shock will like start to walk a little closer to this restrained walrus. Ellie will grab him by the collar. Can you do it from a distance? Well, how how many tentacles do the cops have full of with this walrus? So the cops have all their tentacles full, but they will make tentacles available for you. N- no cops, don't don't do that. Uh you know what? Uh, fuck it. Shock far steps to the button <laughs> and pushes it. Okay. Yeah, I went there. So you far step to the button, push it. Do you far step back? Yes. <laughs> Okay. Why did you think about it so hard? You'll have to give me a roll to see if you can do this with enough dexterity that you get there, push it on, and get away before anyone notices. Part of the cards. Guide me. Oh! <laughs> Natural 20! Uh, it detonated that pulse bomb, son. So what do you want your benefit to be? Because obviously it's going to turn on, but like... Can my major effect be that my blinking in and out is so disruptive that in addition to beeping on the tag, the Zev are startled into letting go of Jebediah? Like it confuses them enough that they try to grab for this new threat and get nothing but air, but then Jebediah is briefly not not grabbed. Yes. So you blink in, blink out, the Zevlat go, and as soon as the ear tag goes on, the angry waller sounds start going to a What is the meaning of this? And he looks angrily to the Zev, and angrily to Virgule, and angrily to everyone. He's like, and who did this to my captain's quarters? Virgule did it. (laughs) Actually, I was wondering that myself. Virgule, how did the captain's tag get turned off? Nah, 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 I'm not saying anything while that menace is still here. Virgule, of what nonsense are you speaking? Everyone saw it. That guy was just screaming... Bloody murder! I do not recall saying those words. Well, that's what we'd like to know too, Virgule. What actually happened here? There must have been a culprit, you know? I don't know. Captain comes in this morning, starts shouting nonsense, and then next thing I know, he's slapping the side of his head and screaming all over the place. Hmm... Hmm. You can ask him what's got him so upset. Uh, Captain, what's the last thing you remember before this? Remember, remember. Ah, yes. Virgil is in fact correct. I did come and was very concerned about something. And Jebediah walks over and he starts rifling through some of the torn papers, which look like parts of a map, and he pulls up a page. A page of important historical events that have happened in Key. And it has a little, like, line and a little circle around a location. 
I came in this morning to find that some hooligan had replaced the coordinates on Vergul's map. With these coordinates? And Hopper's gesturing to the page that he knows is from the Atlas. Yeah, yeah, with, with those coordinates. Are you sure you didn't just leave that line around? I am sure, Vergul. I am a very thorough captain. Anyways, I was so upset when I saw this tomfoolery that I just, I got overwhelmed. And then, I don't know, suddenly in, in the anger, I, I started seeing words. It was almost as if they had taken root in my head. It was a, a single word. It was off, off, off. And then I, I just got more and more upset, you know? And then suddenly the words became phrases. Turn off, turn off. And a sentence, uh, turn off the... And he um, puts his flipper up to his tab with alarm. Oh dear, I believe it told me to turn off my ear tab. Mother I think that's what fuckers. happened too. That's... That's I wonder if it's not the blue f- or yeah, the blue fairy though, because they each have a different power. It was her powers that affect organic life. I think it was the same technique, the same overall cult, Dragon Dream. They must be developing ways to bring more and more people under their control. But what could they even... How does this tie into Argent? I don't... I'm very confused, Misha Jarvis. I still feel like there's so much we don't know. Meanwhile, uh, Hop and Ellie, you are uh, taking a look at, well, I'm assuming Ellie is just glaring at Vergule, but Hop, you taking a look at the map at all? Yeah, of course. I'm studying the shit out of that map. And you see that it's in directions to a place that, well, if these had been delivered that night, you probably could have gotten there already. Because, you know, you don't recognize a whole lot of places on the Atlas map. You've studied it, but none feel that familiar. Except for the place that has been circled, this is one that you've actually learned a lot about recently. And at the same time, Shock, Lowell actually points to the window outside. His view gets foggy, but this view is simple enough for him to see. He points down to a large, grassy mound with granite spires that extend perpendicular from its surface, slightly bending at their ends towards the sky. And he just, like, points and kind of cheerily says, Hey, we're above Zev Garden. Announcement break for Quest Friends episode 51, Crime and Courtship part 16. I am Kyle, your GM, and our intro music is Friends by, you guessed it, Miracle of Sound. For the announcement break today, I just wanted to re-mention something I mentioned last announcement break, which is that in a little over a month, Quest Friends is going to be at C2E2. C2E2, or the Chicago Comic and Entertainment Expo, is a convention that's going to take place from Friday, February 28th through Sunday, March 1st. And so we're still figuring out specifically when we're going to be there, but me, Tom, Hallie... 
Emily, all of us except for Ari, who unfortunately for just personal, professional, plain reasons can't go, will be there likely as con-goers on Saturday, but definitely on Sunday we will be actually doing our first live show. Because this is our first live show, we're actually going to be testing it on a stream the week before. I just want to get timing and everything tested out. So if you're interested in joining us for that practice stream, keep an eye on our Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and future announcement breaks. Again, that's going to be sometime the weekend of the 21st, uh, 21st to 22nd. Uh, We just don't know what specific times or dates yet. All right, that's all I've got for you today. Because this episode was late, I'm going to try to get the next one out next week. It all just depends on... You're going to get a lot of episodes from us very quickly, and it'll start to make sense when they start coming out. But hopefully, the next one, which is the only one you should have to worry about besides this one, will be coming out on Monday, February 3rd. I'll see you then. So we're just cruising through day four on our way to prom. It's the afternoon, but really it's just, this is my way of signaling the morning stuff is done. And now each of you are going to have one action where you're able to do one last thing. You can do intrigue, you can hang out with NPCs, or you can, you know, ask someone to prom because none of you have asked anyone to prom. So you might want to get on that. Like, yeah, that, that's what, that's our only plan now is like... Gotta, gotta, gotta set up a formal date now. All right, so uh, let's start with let's start with Hop. So, <laughs> so Hop, what are you gonna, what are, what are you gonna do this afternoon? What? What are you gonna, what are you gonna do? Um, gonna ask someone out? Well, not like he's gonna go to Sarah's engineer room because the the little like the the big projector is still set up watching the relay because I wanted that set up for the rest of the time because I wanted it. He's going to be sitting there watching, fiddling with the wing pal. And he'll be like, so I completely forgot about prom being a thing that's happening. And now a friend of mine wants me to pick her outfit. And I don't know if I can do that. Let me think about this. What a stroke of evil genius. Oh, what friend? I've read a few books about fashion. Is Cubo suddenly there? No, that's what Zoe says. Oh. As you came in, you heard a lot more quiet cursing. And uh, Sarah originally was like, shh, 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 whenever you first tried to talk to her. Because she's sitting there very delicately, which is difficult for Sarah, very delicately layering Zoe's hair over each other and helping her braid it for prom de plume. So he had explained that this was something that Sarah kind of knew it like second nature, but she's fiercely concentrated like, fuck, damn, shit, fuck, 
and she's just trying to gently make sure she weaves around Zoe's hair. And so Zoe has just been sitting there watching the screen with you. And so she responds when you say that. And what did she respond with? I can't remember. She responded that she's read a few books on fashion, so maybe she can help. And what friend? <laughs> I didn't expect Zoe to be there or Sarah to care enough to ask what friend it was. So I didn't think this was going to happen. So then Hop will say, oh, Ellie wants me to pick her clothes, I guess. I feel kind of, I mean. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> and just a steely stare goes over Sarah's face. Sorry. And she just grits her teeth and continues braiding Zoe's hair. So Ellie wants me to pick her clothes. That <clears throat> you can you can just hear the teeth clench. Oh, oh yeah. Um well I've read a few books on old lady fashion. <laughs> Everything about this entire thing is just me. This is my favorite scene that's ever happened. Did you guys plan? Did you guys no. plan to team this, up? No, this is a spur of the moment decision because I suddenly had to go first. So yeah, I think I can help. And so he grabs the wing pal and she just starts working on it. Okay. Um, Hopper wants to be a part of it because Ellie asked him to do it. So he does want to like, oh, sorry, kind of be over Zoe's shoulder. And he just, he just doesn't want the whole decision to be on him because he knows he's going to fuck it up. Okay. <laughs> so, but if, if she takes the wing pal, he'll let that happen but he will stand behind her and be like i think ellie would like this but i kind of think maybe she should try this kind of a thing <laughs> what do you think he just he just wants someone to validate his opinion yeah and <laughs> that's not what everybody wants so you continue through you work through all of it and then you get to the very end and you're trying to figure out a pattern ellie what's na name one part of your outfit um 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 a shawl. Okay, so you're trying to figure out what kind of shawl she likes, right? Yeah, like, should I should I go red because it matches the hat? Or is that, like, too usual because it matches the hat? Would it be fun to try a different color for prom de plume? I don't know. What other colors does Ellie like? <laughs> He's saying this all out loud to Zoe, by the way. Well, uh, and you just hear, she likes green. And you both just turn back to look at Sarah, and she just... She, she likes green and she goes back and she continues working on Zoe's hair. Ellie Badge? Like my Ellie? Do you know Ellie Badge? I said she likes green, didn't I? Y yeah, I just yeah. didn't mm -hmm. know that you mm -hmm. knew Ellie. Mm -hmm. So she likes green. That's what you should put there. Anything else? Uh, what else does she like? And we'll, I want to flash forward a little bit. It took a while to figure out Ellie's outfit, but you found something that she'll be real happy with. So we wrote it all down because in order for it to get delivered to Ellie, it'll have to be entered on her wing pal. Yeah. So she said she'll just help take care of that. Okay. And then eventually she happily leaves the room and Sarah kind of embarrassed just says to you, Hey, uh, sorry about getting testy earlier. I, uh, you know, I think I have a few things I gotta work out. Well, if you want to talk about them. No. No. <laughs> okay, that's cool too. <laughs> not, not, not a personal thing. I'm just not quite at that point yet. Hopper just like shrugs it off whenever you're ready. And if when you're ready, you want to talk to me, I'm available. And if not, that's okay. She'll, uh, she'll do a wink and finger guns and say, you'll be the first. Ooh. 
Topper does the finger gun back at her. <laughs> Ask which, this woman to rob. Which, so she's going to go and start working on the machine. And she just says, so uh, what's your plans for tonight? Oh, you mean for prom? Oh, prom, I have to go to that too, don't I? <laughs> uh, and then he'll bring out his wing pal and be like, I was so worried about getting Ellie's outfit that I forgot to do mine. Um, and then he's going to furiously be swiping through and be like, you know, organized events aren't really my my thing. But I feel like I should go because the rest of my friends are going and I, I want to see he's going to flash back to the map that they found. And I'm going to say he took that. Yeah. So he'll remove that from his pocket and look at it again. I wonder if Ezra will make a showing. Hey, what are, what are your plans tonight? <laughs> uh, hit the machine a few times. Make sure it doesn't blow everyone up on the dance floor. You know, the huge. Okay. Very important things, but what if you helped me investigate at prom instead? And her eyes narrow. Undercover, you say. S squared. And she just goes in for like, one, you know, like the bro, like high five where you clasp your hands? Yes. She goes in for one of those. Papa returns it. Wait, are we going, are we going like together undercover or separately undercover? (laughs) And I think I might cut there. Good, because I panic froze. (laughs) Shock. Meanwhile, it's, it's time for you to get ready for prom. I will say Lowell has provided lots of advice on your outfit with Wing Pal. It's been marginally helpful. Um, do you have any plans for things you want to do before prom? There are, there are two things. So first off. Uh, I, I'm sure we're not doing the full outfit reveals just yet, but for reasons related to that, Shock needs to learn how to tie an ascot. His first instinct was actually to ask Hopper Scotch, but then he was like, no, no, Hopper's busy. And I think Shock finds himself in a weird spot because Shock knows that the Nano Spirits will not approve of his plans. So he feels like resentful to ask him, like, you're not my real dads. You can't tell me what to do. Um, But then Shock is absolutely not going to ask Lowell how to tie an ascot under any circumstances (laughs) right now. But Shock is going to reluctantly invoke this session's use of the uh, Data Sphere connection to ask the Nano Spirits how to tie an ascot. And that's when Everett walks through the door in a f- nicely made suit with his hair slicked perfectly, the exclamation point, nice and tall, and wearing a perfectly tied together ascot. You know what? You're right. You have found the perfect justification. Shock does call and hang up. <laughs> hey, Shock! That's going to go over real well after their last oh, conversation. No. Yeah, let's just note Shock hung up on the oh, nano spirits. No. Again. That, that's it's going to come back no. and bite him. No. It's like Nancy and Nancy Drew. <laughs> hey, Nancy, what do you need? Well, goodbye. <laughs> well, goodbye. <laughs> All right, well, Shock just says, hey, hey, Everett. Do you know how to tie an ascot? Is that like an insult or something? No, I I need help very genuinely. I've never had any clothes other than like my clothes. So I I don't know how to do any other kind of clothes. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I think I could. uh, I might know a thing or two about ascots, but I gotta I gotta go real quick. I think I'm going to I'm going to tell Jesse today, like the thing, you know, you said last night about telling people when you love them or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think I'm gonna do that and then ask them to prom. And then he just does the thing where you hold your like arms out to show your whole outfit and he says, Do I uh do I look okay? And so Everett teaches you how to tie an ascot, and then he uh, nervously but excitedly goes on his way to talk to Jesse. And what then does Shock do? Shock <clears throat> nervously reaches out via mental connection, says, Misha Jarvis, I was wondering if we could meet to, to discuss uh, the events for tonight. Oh, yes, I would love to meet with you, Shuck. Where would you like to meet? Uh, well, there's, um, um, there's a location. It's, it's sort of off of a hallway. There's, there's a little bit of a balcony that looks over. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just wait. I'll be near there. I'll, I'll be near there. You, you can, uh, you can find me there. Oh, I know where that is. I've been there almost every night. I like that place a lot. The view is quite beautiful. That's good. I also like beautiful views. <laughs> Smooth boy. Uh, um, <laughs> I will see you there then. Yes, I'll see you there. And so in a short while, you meet up on the walkways above the courtyard. The sun is streaming in. It's a beautiful day out. You can see just the perfect amount of clouds and right beneath it, Zev Garden, which considering this is where the Jagged Dream wants you is kind of horrifying, but also a really beautiful place. And then, Shock, you make your way up there and you see uh, Misha is waiting for you. The artificial wind gently blowing their scarf in their hair. I want to imagine they are leaning in like Kate from Titanic when they're just looking <laughs> out at the, <laughs> at the sea. Shock is going to, like, take a moment to, like, oh, breathe in deeply, just, just steal himself, and then just awkwardly walk forward. Oh, hello, Misha Jarvis. Oh, Shock! I'm really glad you came here. Everything is always better when you when you arrive. Oh, thank you. And Shock is sort of like flustered for that moment and stumbles like like stumbles her words for for a second or two and, and says, "I wanted to I wanted to speak to you about tonight f for a couple of reasons, really. I've been learning more about the the human customs surrounding prom, this uh, this event that you go to with people that are special to you, and I've been thinking a lot about um, uh, our our group and the the bonds we we have with one another. And I I think I wanted to say that Misha Jarvis, you are a very important and special person to me, and I was wondering if you wanted to go to the prom with me, like as a I think it's called a date. <laughs> Misha will smile nervously and say, Oh, well, you know what's funny? I I actually wanted to ask you to come in the human costume of a date as well, because I also think you you are a very special friend to me and I, I just forgot about it yesterday. I, I actually wanted to do it. Well, in any, in any case, I... <laughs> Yes, I would I would love to go with you to prom shock. Alright, so we've seen Hop, we've seen Shock and Misha. That just leaves one person left. You and Hallie are having way too much fun this session. I wouldn't call it too much fun. <laughs> hey hey Allie, how you asking out Ray? Do I know where Ray is? 
Through the power of plot. Yes, you do. Okay. Where is she? She just finished teaching a class. Oh, okay. Ellie's gonna... Oh, right. Other people are doing school. Hover awkwardly outside the door and wait for, like, all the students to leave. Wait, that means Ellie didn't teach her class if she's waiting for Ray's class to finish? Well, well, I would say that, like, they played a full recital on the thing, so that I feel like that feels like a wrapped yeah. class. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, the class is wrapped up. Um, Everett's back though. He's feeling kind of bad for skipping, so he's he's trying to uh he's trying to earn some of his lost credits, and he needs to be reminded by you that no, we're just undercover, Everett. You're not. This isn't an actual class. He is reminded, but Ellie will also say, "But I'll know if you're skipping." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah, you're outside Ray's class. All of her students filter out. Um, Zoe looks at you as she comes out and just kind of does the thing where you like look and you know the gossip. And just, like, continues walking faster, hushed, giggling to herself and the girl that's walking out of class with her. Ellie retreats into her hat a little bit like a turtle. Yeah, how's that hat looking? So those candles are off. They're not off. Well, the candles are turned off. Yeah. And there aren't any rats. Well, the rat was a necessary casualty for bullying Vera. Okay. Um. So that wasn't for like to look nice. That was to to bully I mean, the woman who's going to try to kill you. Clean it up. But also, she may have cleaned more in order to anger Vera for fun. Okay. But it's been thoroughly dusted, and it's still heavy-ish, but it's got some of the junk off. Ellie's kind of tried to shine up the pearls a little bit, and she's gonna, like, awkwardly sidle into the classroom once everyone has left. Hey. Hi. Hi, Ray. You, um, uh, changed your look? It's like ripping off a band-aid, right? You do it all quick, because you know that that's what you have to do. I I think it kind of looks nice. Well, you know, I, um, I can only kind of speak from a purely aesthetic point of view, you know, with the... Yeah, yeah. They sexuality and everything. But, you know, I think it's... Striking. I know that voice, Ray. You don't have to pretend you like it. No, I. it's just I'm, um, you've just surprised me a lot uh, the past few days, Ellie. That's all. In a good way? I hope so. I, I, I've been trying to, you know, just clean myself up in lots of ways. But it's not just for you, you know. Oh, well, that's, that's good. I, I must admit, I was a little concerned. It's good to know otherwise. The talking to helped push me, yeah, but I have Zoe, and it's something I should have done a long time ago. Good, she's she's a good girl. Yeah, she is. She actually, I've I've been meaning to ask her about this. She just picked up this skeleton in a box at one point. And she was just, like, talking to it. She thought it told the future. She's a quirky kid. <laughs> oh, I know all about that. <laughs> hey, I, I... I Yes. Yes? Yes, I'd, I'd love to go with you. And Ellie, you do not get five heart points with Ray because you had five heart points with Ray all of them. Aww. Aww.
So it is now almost time for prom. The uh, little worker bots scuttle from place to place, leaving tiny little packages on everyone's doorstep. It leaves one for Shock at his door, two next door for Misha and Jesse. So he had hers re-delivered to Ellie's room, where she's been sitting in the pile of fathers, just furiously typing in the outfit into Ellie's wing pal. And so before we finish, I want to go over our prom outfits. So the first one, the bots come to the door and they drop off Zoe's outfit and Ellie's outfit. And Ellie, you look up your gift, which we know has a green shawl. But what is the rest of Ellie's prom outfit? Oh, I was going to let you tell me. No cheating. No, you got to figure it out. Um, what did Zoe um, and Hot pick? You've had a year, Emily. I need to reinforce. You've had a year to figure I out know, this outfit. I know. It's got a green shawl. And a, a, um, a green shawl, <laughs> um, a, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> and she's just going to shine up her old boots. They're falling apart a little bit, but they're comfy. It's uh, a green shawl and shoe shine. Three hours of thought between Hopper and Zoe <laughs> figured out. No, no. Oh, this is reflect. No, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's 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 kind of nice in a way because Ellie didn't really need more. So this box, instead of having a bunch of different outfit things, has a shawl, some shoes, shine, a nice mirror that she can use to readjust her hat to look more intentional, where the pearls kind of drape down and the feathers are all looked up like a very fancy feather in her cap. And it just basically, it looks like Ellie, but someone just combed her entire outfit like you would comb your hair. <laughs> Ellie approves of Hop's choices. She'll thank him later. Could I say one thing that Hop would have added to the outfit, if possible? Swear to God, if it's cowboy flair. It's not! It's not, I promise! It's, it's like the thimble that she has on her hat, but it would be like one of those brooches that older women tend to wear, but it's a sewing needle and a thimble, because he... The sewing needle is obvious because she's sharp and she has the claws and because she's fierce. But the thimble to him feels more like Ellie because it's solid, but there are holes in it. And he wants to make sure those holes are filled. It's also a good, uh, it's a good companion to Ellie's thimble who cuddles up against it. Oh. Meanwhile, Misha, you hear the little bot scurry away from your door and you've somehow, someway been able to put together a, uh, a wing pile outfit for yourself. So what does your outfit look like? Well, uh, yeah, this was a bit like in a hurry because like they were excited about prom, but they had forgotten about prom entirely because of, you know, reasons that we all know. But after Shock reminded them of that, they were like, oh, wait, I, I guess I have to wear something. And so they looked up in the data sphere prom outfits and then they glanced a bit at their aunt bowl because I was thinking right at like a second ago or so, I was like, it would be fun if Misha could wear something that's like, bug themed but also is a prom thing so the first thing i thought of was that thumbelina movie when she's like dressed up as a butterfly <laughs> with that like beetle thing but then i actually like the beetles outfit for misha because he has a top hat 
and a cane, but also he has like a cape extending backwards that like divides into two. So it's kind of like wings and like I'll send it, but I feel like Misha would wear that. Yeah, what Misha's wearing, and we'll put this in the link, Misha... And these big shoes, too. They are included. And the cane and all of that. Misha gets a large outfit. It looks like an old-fashioned conductor's suit and pants, except the conductor's coat is purple and split into two beetle wings. Yes. There is a cane and then a giant top hat, which, since Misha is part of the proligarchy, is also a top hat and a crown at the same time. <laughs> Meanwhile, next door, Shock has opened his outfit and is trying to tie on an ascot. But what else is there besides the ascot, Shock? Oh, oh my. So let me paint a picture for you. Dark blue wizard robes with stars and moon patterns on them. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly that. <laughs> But the front, the front turns into like that, that 1700s, 1800s, like shirt front where it like, you've got the neckerchief like stuffed in and like floofy. And this is where the ascot comes in. He just has like an ascot and this like old timey, here, let me, let me send a reference for people because I, I don't have the words to describe it. That's fine. Let's try Hamilton. That'll be Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's a bit like that. Look at these look at these frilly neckerchiefs here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's got this frilly neckerchief ascot that he's tied with dark blue wizard robes with star and moon patterns on them. Because Shock thinks, how do I dress fancy? Constellations. He's just ripping off Vespari. And Shock thinks this is the high the pinnacle of high fashion. And then finally. Ha, you didn't order something with Wingpel. Instead, you pulled out part of your clothing that you, you haven't put on in a long time. You take a look at this box, and, and you remember back when you first went to Key. You first came here with your dads, Dad Alvin and Dad Theo. And it was quickly realized that the Dunshire outfit just just wouldn't do here. Doesn't do in Dunshire either. So you you went around, you went to as many stores as you could, found multiple places, and eventually you found this small kind of almost underground market kind of place. Theo didn't get it. You know, he was like, I don't understand what he needs. He just needs clothes to protect him from the elements. The things he has right now work perfectly fine. Well, yes, Theo, but from what I understand, college is a place to reinvent yourself, or at least that's what the, uh, the materials I've been reading said. And so I just thought this would be an opportunity for Simon to uh, reinvent himself. And Dad Theo walks over to you as you find this outfit on the wall, the one you ended up purchasing. You remember that all he had said to you right before you had decided it was, well, son, who do you want to be? What are you wearing to prom, Hopper? Hopper's prom outfit can be described as adult Angus MacDonald from Taz crossed with the LLB Scotch plaid flannel collection. That's a real thing. I saw a commercial for it and thought, oh, Hopper would wear that. And they said, this is Scotch plaid flannel. And I said, yeah, that checks out. <laughs> It's like an like an argyle pattern. It's like a crisscrossy like Scot like Scotland flag pattern. Oh my god, I love it. On a sweater vest. 
the sweater vest is black and the crisscrossing pattern part is alternating in shades of brown and there's some green in there. There's just, there's just a little bit of green. He's got a nice like long sleeve shirt that's under the outfit. His sleeves are rolled up and he's, the collars are sticking out a little bit over the sweater vest in like a prep style. And he's got a little black bow tie Aww. and he's got nice black pants. And then to complete the outfit, he puts on his new hat. Can I describe his hat? I think maybe we can wait till Misha sees it. That's fair. We're going to wait till Misha sees it to describe his new hat. Tease. I can't believe this. Mm-hmm. Some bullshit cliffhangers. I know. So he would put on the outfit and kind of put his hands in his pockets a little bit and just look at himself in the mirror. There's a mirror in there now. And then he would look at the hat and think about it for a second. And then he would put it on, angle it just a little bit and smile. And as you leave Hopper, you notice Lorraine's letter, which was tucked into the pocket of your old outfit, has slipped out and fallen onto the uh, just a little puddle on the floor of your room. He leaves it there. Boots, hats, ascots. All of you suit up in gear quite unlike any you've worn before for a battle quite unlike any you've fought before. In the past, the quest friends have squared off against scheming villains and emotional turmoil. But if you want to have any chance of seeing tomorrow, today you'll have to conquer both. No room for error, no room for compromise. It's time for a war of love. It's time for Crombie. Lots of mess, but still no ness. <laughs> I'm very proud of that line. <laughs> I'm very proud of that line. Lots of mess, but still no ness. This is how Hallie was defeated. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Take two. Zev Garden. Nothing bad ever happened at Zev Garden. Wonder what happened at Zev Garden that would be relevant for the Jagged Dream, huh, guys? Uh, be a shame if they wrote a musical about it. Was that actual exposition this whole time? Calaval was actual exposition the whole time. Holy fuck. S, S squared? Is, 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 that, is that a thing? Yeah. Is that a thing now? S squared? S squared? S squared is a thing. I'm making it a thing. It's a thing. Maybe. I hope so. No, you were Kyle, not. Kyle, did Ellie get laid? You were not having sex. <laughs> I was just, I figured I would ask. Listen. Listen. Wink. No. <laughs> Wink. 